Welcome, everyone. This is episode two of Ruffling the Podcast. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a change-up this week. Wesley had some availability. He has some things going on. Um, just some personal stuff that's going to be within the next few months. It's going to be a little bit difficult for him. So if I ever need a person to come help on the podcast, just talk with some topics with me. I'll drag a friend here or there, and who knows, maybe we'll end up having a major episode to where we'll have a bunch of people, uh, not just me and Wesley or not just me and a friend type deal. Today, I have my good friend Cameron. He uh, plays games with me online, and we talk football quite a lot. He is a resident, well, not a resident Chiefs fan, but he's he's closer to the area than I am for my team, so uh, say hello. Hello. So today we will start with the outro question of last week's where the question is, where do you think Jimmy G will end up next season? Uh, He is one of those distributor type quarterbacks. You know, he can throw it downfield maybe once or twice, but I wouldn't count on him taking the deep shot every time, every time like a Mahomes or Allen type. And he's definitely not a speedster to get you a first down if he needs to scramble for one. With that being said, um, also welcome, <laughs> but where do you think you see Jimmy Garoppolo ending next season, or starting next season? Um, I mean, there are a lot of places that kind of need some people, but the one that I kind of think would be the Saints. They've been having some QB issues this season so it wouldn't surprise me if they were looking for someone interesting to pick up yeah i uh i definitely think the saints are a pretty good one especially with having i don't want to say like a grown-up type but someone who definitely knows the position pretty well um he's not like i said the greatest athlete in the world but he can definitely manage an offense a lot better than Jameis winston and uh andy dalton can I think my pick for this is going to be the Jets, though. Um, Seeing that Robert Sala is their head coach, he was the defensive coordinator in their 2019 Super Bowl run at the 49ers, where Garoppolo was the um, quarterback there. So he kind of he's familiar with the head coach and his coaching style. They have a stout defense to go with the run game and whatnot. All he has to do, like I said, is be a grown up, be better than Zach Wilson and Mike White at the position. I think that those two, and like I said, if you guys have anything that, or any inputs, you can tweet me at any time. It is at Eric Doodle Dandy. I'm on Twitter. Uh, that's probably the best place you will reach me whenever it comes to the podcast stuff or any of my other social stuff that I have an input about. Uh, with that being said, wildcard weekend, super wildcard weekend was last week, and we had a total of six games. That's... It, I feel like it's going to get bigger and bigger, and we're just going to have a 32-team tournament for the Super Bowl every year afterwards. But um, the I, it's just so much happened between the fumble on the two-yard line that was ran back 98 yards, or the one-yard line, but it bounced back a yard. Um, the 27 to zero comeback the upset at bank of america stadium the cowboys finally showing their explosive offense after several weeks of interceptions and turnovers just so much happened what do you think 
was the biggest shock to you? Um, I'd say I have two big things that have just kind of been on my mind all week is the Cowboys missing four field goals or PATs. Yeah. Because that was something special. <laughs> and then I think the biggest play was the fumble recovery that the uh, lineman ran back for 98 yards. <laughs> yeah, that that was huge. I think we haven't seen a play like that since James Harrison did the pick six in the Super Bowl against the Cardinals in like mm. 2008, 2009. Um, my dad was a huge Steelers fan growing up. and I mean, I, I still root for him to this day because of him, but I'm not. I've, I've definitely picked my own team since then. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I would say the... 27 to 0 comeback was pretty impressive but given the fact that it was the chargers there's i mean it's a big saying that the chargers are going to charge her so <laughs> um the cowboys miss- missing four pats five in a row if you count the one from the washington game the week before so he missed the last one of that game and then four straight in the bucks game it was definitely shocking as well but it didn't really resonate with our minds as much because they were just destroying the Bucks at that point. Yeah, the the Cowboys, you know, it was going to go either one of two ways. They were either going to have success or they were just not going to show up at all. So it was good to see them actually show up and prove that, you know, they can do something. Yeah. I, I agree with that because, I mean, you do, you never want to see a blowout like that, but at the same time, I, I guess it was just the script flipped and the Bucks got blown out instead of the Cowboys. But one, I'm not going to lie. I was, you know, down to the end of the game. I was like, there's still a shot that this could go the other way. Yeah. I I don't really give up on 12. I, I, I've seen him do it several times. I just... You can't throw the ball 66 times and expect the guy to try and win the game. That's just it's not going to yeah. happen. Uh, one big thing before we move on here, uh, the Bills. They are scaring me a little bit with how their offense is playing because the Dolphins have a pretty stout defense, but without Tua, they went to the wire with the Super Bowl favorites at the beginning of the season. Like the Bills came in and Josh Allen's going to be the MVP and the Bills are going to make it and win it all this year. It's their year because they signed Von Miller and they did this and they did that. And you look at the wild card round against a divisional opponent, a seven seed at that. And it came down to the like the last few plays. Like you're supposed to beat the brakes off of the Dolphins. The uh, the Cincinnati definitely seemed to have a rough time that game. I don't know what was going on, but yeah, that and that was like should with... be interesting what they do this week against the uh, the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, the Bills against the Bengals. I, I got yeah. myself. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the so. Bengals struggled too, and the Ravens, uh, I don't think they were the, they were the sixth seed. Mm. So um, they ended up going 
to Cincinnati to play, and it took a 98-yard fumble recovery to really solidify that game because if Lamar, or not Lamar Huntley, if Tyler Huntley just stays low instead of trying to reach over, I mean, it's not even fourth and goal. I think that was second and goal. So even if you don't make it, you're just second and inches or third and inches, and then you just run the same play again, and you just get pushed. Inch by inch. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so if he if he doesn't go over the top and it gets knocked out, the Ravens have a better shot of winning that game. But that became like, I think, uh, Amazon Web Service or whatnot, whatever the... Uh, AWS. Yeah, the whatever the uh, the odds makers are. After that touchdown run, they said that the Bengals had an 88% chance to win the game. Wow. Because of how long it takes for the Ravens offense to go from one side of the field to the other without Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And speaking of Lamar Jackson, I'm going, going a little radio here. Uh, do you think the contract situation has gone too far? You, um, it's it's gone this far into the postseason. It's gone all season long. Um, they haven't franchise tagged him yet, but they have until I think March seventeenth to do that. Somewhere along league year. Um, the coach came out in an interview this week and said that they want him two hundred percent. The offensive coordinator they parted ways with, and rumor has it that. He came to the head coach and said, "Hey, it's it's not working out. I'm I'm stepping down. It's not like a, a mutual part ways. It's kind of on him." And then everyone knows that Lamar wants the guaranteed money. So, what are your what are your thoughts on this? I mean, he's had some good success, but he hasn't been putting up amazing numbers from what I remember in the past couple of years. So I don't see keeping him around if he's wanting this huge deal. But at the same time, he is a hell of a player. So Yeah, he is one heck of an athlete. He's absolutely insane whenever it comes on the field. I mean, it's somebody you have to account for in the air and on the ground. And there's not a whole lot of quarterbacks that can run 22, 23 miles an hour. But at the same time chunk it downfield 60 70 yards so yeah like it's pretty special how when you see him play you can tell that the offense or the defense shivers up a little bit because of i mean that's that's that 12th man on the field you have to account for on offense so i mean i remember a couple years back every time the chiefs were playing the ravens i was very worried because he was able to you know if you get up on him, he can, you know, scramble around, make some things happen. A lot like, you know, Patrick Mahomes is able to do, you know, find something to make the play happen. But, yeah. you know. The only, I think the main difference between the two of them, and it's not necessarily a huge comparison here or trying to put down on one or the other, Mahomes looks to throw to complete or to, you know, extend the play like he'll dance around a lot kind of like Kyler Murray except a bigger stronger one that can actually see over the line um whereas Lamar looks to run if the you know if the play breaks down he'll look to throw for a few times he'll maybe scramble try to find something open if not he takes off 
and both work. I mean, you've seen Mahomes have success, and you've seen Lamar have a little bit less success, but also the team is a little catered to him when it comes to, like, Mark Andrews, but he doesn't really have a whole lot of receivers, and it seems like his running backs don't seem to stay healthy. Yeah. So it's interesting to see. I don't think that the situation has gone too far yet um, when we get into training camps and if he starts missing time and whatnot. The fact that he does have a PCL strain that's a grade 2, borderline grade 3, which grade 3 is a tear for those who don't know. Uh, grade 2 is just a very bad sprain. Um, his PCL is sprained, and that's obviously why he missed the past few weeks. I think if he were to have played, he definitely would have torn something whether it's an ACL, P the rest of his PCO, whatever's left. But I'm for the man's health, I'm glad he didn't play. No. You never, you never want them to go out and risk doing something real bad. Yeah. Just, you know, try to extend the season or, you know, have a little bit more success. So Yeah, exactly. And I, I get it. You know, the playoffs had a lot on the line. There's a chance to the Super Bowl. But even if you win that game, just based on how the other teams went, do you really think that that Ravens team could go into Arrowhead Stadium and beat the Chiefs? I just, I don't, I didn't see that happening. So, yeah. I mean, you know, as a Chiefs fan, I'm gonna say no one can come into <laughs> Arrowhead and beat up on us in the playoffs. But you know, <laughs> well, I think the big Bengals want to say otherwise, but they're welcome to try. Again, <laughs> <laughs> regardless, I think last year's playoffs, especially the divisional round, was some of the best football we've seen between the last second field goal from the Rams eliminating the Bucks, the amazing game between the Chiefs and the Bills, where it was just so many scores within the last three or four minutes of the game going yeah. into overtime. Um, the wild ending between the was it the 49ers and the Cowboys, I believe? I believe that was last last I think one. you're right, yeah. Or was that the wild card round? No, that was the wild card round because then the 49ers were the 7th seed. They went up to um, yeah. Green Bay and beat them. They shut them out of the end zone. The Packers couldn't get in the end zone, and the 49ers, um, well, the 49ers were the only... Or maybe their no, their offense couldn't get in the end zone, but they scored on a block punt. That's what it was. Okay. And they still won. So excuse me about that. But speaking <laughs> of the divisional round, we have our odds in front of us. Uh the four games, the two today. We're recording this pretty late, but you know, things happen. It's okay. And then uh we also have we're gonna do game picks alongside of them. So the first game is this afternoon. The Jaguars are visiting the Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored by nine points. Now, I don't want you to be a homer and take your time with this one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Who do you think wins this game, and how do you think it's going to go? I mean, you know, being a Chiefs fan aside, I think that, you know, the Chiefs are healthy and have a really good team put together. And the the showing the Jaguars put on, like, 
they did come back from a big deficit, but they did have a lot of help there. There were a lot of penalties from the Chargers, and just a lot of things went on that game to help them get through to the next round. So I think the Chiefs are going to take it. Yeah. I definitely think that as long as the Chiefs aren't like most teams off a bye and come out sluggish and whatnot, as long as they come out swinging, I think they'll be fine. Um, One thing about the Chiefs offense that I've seen over the years, whether they have Tyreek Hill or even before Patrick Mahomes got there, I think it was when Andy Reid got there, so like 2015, 2016, that they come out swinging, whether it's the first half, second half, they score early and often, and you just have to keep up with them. That's that's yeah. how you beat the Chiefs. They're going to put up at least a touchdown in the first quarter unless both defenses are just not playing that well. And at the same time, if they're not putting up a touchdown in the first quarter, you aren't either. It all like That's their game plan. They either put up 14 to 20 in the first half, or neither of you do. <laughs> so, um, the only thing you know with the Chiefs is that you know there have been a lot of instances of them refusing to make changes until halftime. Yeah, and it has come to you know be a problem for them later in the game several times. But you know, I'm hoping that you know that won't be an issue with this game. <laughs> I don't think it'll be an issue with this game, but I will say I think the Jaguars are going to keep it close to nine points. I still think the Chiefs are going to pull out and hopefully host the AFC Championship at Arrowhead. But if the Bills end up winning, then obviously with the DeMar Hamlin situation, they will go and play in Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. So mm. Next up is tonight's game, and I'm not a feared we do not fear the Eagles, but they are a little bit frightening on paper. Giants are host or not hosting. They are visiting the Eagles in Philadelphia, and the Eagles are favored by seven and a half points. So about a touchdown ahead of the Giants. Who do you have winning this game, and what are your thoughts coming into it? Well, I'm not gonna lie. You know, outside of the Cowboys, I don't pay much attention to that side of the league but the Eagles have been kind of hit or miss from what I've seen that they end up winning but there have been a lot of close games that shouldn't necessarily be close (laughs) yeah but you know the last time the you know Eagles and Giants showed up it was a very close game so yeah, that... uh, yeah. This one, I, I don't know. Um... So I'm I... kind of in the same boat. Um, obviously, I'm a I'm a Giants fan. I've watched every game that they've played this year. Um, that last game of the season, when they had second and third string players against the Eagles' first stringers for majority of the game, just to see how Jalen hurts would play, you know, coming off a shoulder sprain and everything. Jalen Hurts a couple weeks ago didn't look right. And if he is still a little banged up against the starters of the Giants offense, 
there's a chance that this game comes down to the wire. I'm not saying that the Giants are going to win. I'm actually going to pick the Eagles to pull this one out, but I'm just saying I don't think it's going to be a 46 to 22, 48 to 22 meltdown that we saw in week 14 earlier on in the season. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely going to be a lot closer than that. So, which the the bye week definitely helping them there getting, you know, some rest and some you know, letting some injuries and things like that calm down, but yeah, I mean, they could is the same thing coming off the bye week, you know, if they don't come out strong, I definitely could see the Giants pulling ahead early, so yeah. I um I don't think it's going to be an absolute offensive shootout. I think it's going to be a battle of the defenses and just with whichever offense can withstand the other. I think that that's that's kind of how I look at it because the Giants defense isn't spectacular on paper, but man, those dudes get after it. Yeah. Like they have an all pro nose tackle in Dexter Lawrence. Kayvon Thibodeau's playing really well. Um, a fourth round corner is locking up uh, your second guy. So he's going to have to go up against Devontae Smith, whereas the Dory Jackson is going up against AJ Brown. And he did very well against Justin Jefferson last week. So I don't think that that is going to be too big of an issue. But like I said, we shall see later on in the game. I definitely think the running games for both teams are going to tell the tale. Um, If Saquon Barkley can rush for over 100 yards and they stop Boston Scott and um, Miles Sanders from doing the same, then the Giants win. If the Eagles defense stops Saquon Barkley and then their three-headed monster at the rushing attack, if you include Jalen Hurts, goes for 150, 200 combined yards, then obviously the Eagles are going to win. I mean, it's... It's pretty much a toss-up at this moment. It's a lot closer on paper than the odds are deciding. So, Definitely agree with that. <laughs> the early game for tomorrow is actually the Bengals at Bills. It's the AFC, cha- the AFC Championship. It's <laughs> <laughs> the AFC's final divisional game this uh, weekend. And honestly, at five and a half, I would put this game in as a toss-up. The Bills are favored by five and a half. But, I mean, the Bengals' offense is so explosive. It's it's hard to slow them down. And then they just they have, they have three really good receiver, receivers in Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Uh, they have Hayden Hurst at tight end, who is outstanding. They have... Even if Joe Mixon doesn't show up really well at running back, they have P. Ryan that's also really good. So, I mean, plenty of plenty of names on top of Joe Burrow. So, their yeah. offense is really good. Uh, their offensive line is falling apart, though, I will say that. Yeah. They're... Both of them have been just real crazy to watch all year. A lot of really close games, a lot of really interesting things. And so I I agree. I don't see either one of them beating up on the other. I think it's going to be down to the wire on that one. 
probably, you know, field goal difference right at the, you know, buzzer to yeah. decide the game. I will say that um, I think what they did, actually, the odds as I'm looking at all four games, they're getting slimmer and slimmer by the game. Um, I think Jaguars and Chiefs are probably the only one that has a potential to, I would confidently say, have a blowout, whereas the Giants and Eagles on paper, of course, especially if you look at the, I think it was December 4th when they played the first time, um, especially when you look at that box score, but looking at how both of those teams have evolved since then, um, I think that the game's going to be a lot closer than that that first meeting and probably eerily similar to the last one. Even, like I said, I still have the Eagles winning that one, but the odds are just getting slimmer and slimmer as we go down. With that being said, I actually think the Bengals are going to take this one and knock the Bills out of the playoffs, which is going to say something about Josh Allen because he can make it to the playoffs, he can easily beat up on the other teams, but when it comes to like the nitty-gritty and got to get over the big the big bad in your own conference, I just, I can't see the guy doing it, and... I don't know if it's a coaching issue, whether it's uh, the defense or, you know, whatever the issue may be, but I just think that um, if the Bengals go into Buffalo Orchard Park and beat the Bills, I think that says something about Josh Allen's legacy. Yeah, I... I agree. I think I favor Cincinnati in this one, too. I think they have shown a lot more of the uh, drive to really hit the uh, Bills hard and go to the division finals, so... Yeah, I I think coming into this game, the Bengals are a little bit more red hot than the Bills are, especially since the Bills have been mistake prone. And I mean, you saw in the Miami game, even against Skylar Thompson, how that worked. Uh, For those audio listeners, we actually just got Wesley in. He's finished up and he's able to join us for the last half of this. So welcome. How long has this been going on? What's up, guys? Um, we've only gone through a couple topics here. We're doing our game picks and divisional round preview right now. So we're actually almost done. I can run you through and catch you up. Jaguars at Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by nine. Who do you have this afternoon? I would love the Jags to win just because that would be... Trevor Lawrence has never lost on a Saturday. That is true. That's all I got to say. He's (laughs) never lost on a Saturday in high school college or the NFL so I, I would love it the Jags would win just because it'd be kind of a cool story um they have to fight like they would they would have to play two of the top three teams at the AFC so yeah should be kind of crazy but the Bengals did it last year yeah I mean it's Bingo. a I mean it's a good story I just I don't see them going into Arrowhead and winning especially with Chiefs off of a bye that's my only thing with it yeah it's definitely gonna be tough um I do think Trevor Lawrence plays better than he did the first half last week. If he throws four interceptions, this game's over. I think he starts better. I think he starts better. Yeah, he's going to have to. He's going to have to because if he throws four interceptions in this game, this game's over. (laughs) 
Yeah, uh, he. Andy Reid is a lot yeah, better of a coach. Andy Reid is not Brandon Staley. Staley. Yeah. Staley. Yeah. So, so uh, I, have, I have the Chiefs, obviously, but I would love it if the Jaguars win. I'm not going to be mad. Uh, I would be surprised, but either way, I I don't mind. Yeah, obviously, I, I you you know I love Mahomes, and then uh, yeah. Cameron here is an actual Chiefs fan, so of course he wants the Chiefs to win. So. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm thinking, I'd be I'm a think, little mad. I'm, a thinking, little. I'm picking the Chiefs. Don't get me wrong. I'm picking the Chiefs, but that's because I know they're going to win. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, then the, tonight's game is Giants at Eagles. I'm actually picking the Eagles to win this one, but the fact that the Eagles are favored by half of a point over a touchdown makes me a little upset. So they're favored by seven and a half. Um, I think that this game is going to come down to the wire, kind of like how it was in you, week 17, will, week 18. So I will tell you, I watched ESPN this morning and I heard that apparently the Eagles have never covered the spread when they were favored by over a touchdown, meaning that they've kept the game closer. Interesting. Okay. Me, meaning, the, meaning the game has been closer than a touchdown whenever yeah. they've been favored by a touchdown. So I'm pro- it's probably going to be like a 24-20 type game like, well, was it the texans like i'm sure the, i'm sure they were favored by like two touchdowns to the texans and what the texans like they like where they were almost beat them yeah so i think it'll be very close to the touchdown and it's like i was how i was saying just before you stepped in um the eagles beat the brakes off the giants on december 4th when they played the first time i think it was week 13 week yeah. 14 yeah, um bad. everyone's y'all were, in, y'all were in a slump like that was when i was you know in that bad slump. so many injuries and everything yeah, since then both teams slump. have either evolved or changed a lot i mean lane johnson's dealing with abdominal injuries the next week jalen hurt's shoulder sprain comes to be and then you see in week in the last regular season game the second and third stringers against their starters came down to the wire so it's going to be a lot closer than a touchdown i think I, yeah. I wouldn't say a lot, but it's it's going to be closer than a touchdown. Yeah, I'm going to – I mean, I'll probably, as we get through these games, I'll probably be on most of the favorites, but that's just – I mean, they're favorites for a reason, right? Yeah, I um I only have but one I would, I, would, I only have one underdog winning. So. I would love the Giants to win, but uh, – but, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm going to pick the Eagles there. We're, we're actually going to come back to that topic here in a second. So. Have you had to pick the Bengals? Are you to pick the I am picking the Bengals over the Bills. I God, think I God, think that the Bills look. I love the Bills Mafia and how amazing their fans are, and everything that's been going on with their season between the shootings last summer, between the blizzards that killed like forty people. Like I understand that that city deserves it more than any of the other seven teams right now, based on, and the Demar Hamlin situation. But with the way Josh Allen is playing, very mistake prone, and then the Bengals not being mistake prone granted they were a lot slower on offense than i like to see against the ravens but i think the ravens just kept it on the ground all night because huntley can't really do what lamar does so uh it's obviously a different offensive game there but i i seriously think the Bengals can go into orchard park and win this one yeah i have the picking the Bills, but I mean, I can see it going either way. And this is um, actually, I do think that those are due just because uh, their time is they kind of invested a lot the past two years. So you, you know how those teams go. Like once, once you you kind of go all in, you only get you only probably get two years with that all in 
mentality before the team, like kind of like the Rams. Yeah. They went all in for about three years, and then now you see it's just falling apart. That happens because then contracts come up. Bills yep. are bills are going to be hitting that close. Yeah, uh, I'd say maybe year or two big contracts wanting to come up. People just retiring or leaving the team because they get more money somewhere else. That's going to start happening. And the Bengals are very young. Bengals don't have to worry about. Bengals are kind of in that boat too. They just hit all, hit on a lot of draft picks. That's the only issue because they haven't paid Joe Burrow yet. They haven't paid Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. I think Boyd is on a very minimum contract, but given how he fits as the wide receiver three, he could he could be up for more whenever his expires. So and then you and then you have Mixon. Uh, you don't forget. You can't forget they they gotta try to pay the offensive line. It's Kappa. Um, then you have the defense. Um, they they got to I think Jesse Bates is a free agent after this season. They got to yeah. sign Jesse. They got to sign Jesse Bates. I want to say that their offensive line and their defense is um, actually all free agents though. Yikes. Maybe their center, but that's about it. I think everything else is free agents that they've just picked up and have worked in their system. But they're top dogs they haven't paid yet. And you know if Joe Burrow wins this and gets to a second AFC championship in his second healthy season, he's going to want money. And you got you got to pay him at that point. So I mean, he basically, he basically would, be, would be doing what Mahomes did, but with less experience. Because Mahomes at least was able to sit a year. Yeah. And then, and then didn't tear his damn ACL. Yeah. Mahomes tore his freaking ACL and then... Burrow did. Mahomes. I mean, I'm I'm Burrow, not Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Burrow was ACL. Then came back and just looked into the Super Bowl and was completely fine. Honestly, he gets that throw off in the Super Bowl before Aaron Donald comes. They win because Jalen Ramsey's on the ground. Nobody's nobody's catching Jamar Chase in open field. A lot of games, yes, but yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I wanted I wanted Stafford to win it. I yeah, I mean, I, I was like that last year as well. All right, and so, this is actually where we were right before you came in. We were talking about the Bills and Bengals game. So then last one, I'm going to turn it over to Cameron. It is Cowboys at 49ers. 49ers are favored by four. So they're basically, it's like a toss-up at this point uh, with them being favored by like a field goal or a little bit higher like this. They're giving a slight edge to 49ers, but they're saying it can go either way. What are your thoughts? Well... I think that, especially after what Dallas showed last week compared to the weeks before, they're definitely, you know, aiming to do something this year. But, you know, you obviously can't have the knuckleheaded four missed PATs because, you know, fortunately it didn't, you know, come back to be a problem in the game against the uh, Bucks. But I don't think San Francisco is going to have the same problem. Yeah. Like, with so. them being favored by four, imagine if they win by four because you missed four extra PATs yeah. in this game, too. That would ma hurt a lot. Because Maher is their kicker. <laughs> yeah. So, Jesus. for those don't who don't know, I mean, it's... <laughs> if they uh, don't know, then they shouldn't be listening. I mean, you're right, but still, they did sign a practice squad kicker. Um, they are planned to cut someone from the 53 whether it's special teams or a rotational player, to bring two kickers to San Francisco. So we'll see. Um, I'm actually I'm taking the home team in this one. I think the 49ers, as 
long as they play how they played in the second half against Seattle, they'll be fine. Seattle came out swinging. Uh, they played a really good first half against the 49ers last week. They just couldn't close the game. And I was actually really impressed with how well they played given their season and what was expected of them coming into the season, you know, after trading Russell Wilson and everything. But they hit on a lot of draft picks this year. So, But they, they are eliminated as of last week, and Cowboys <laughs> and Niners are... Now this is a this is an old rivalry. The 49ers have a rivalry going on with just about everyone in the NFC East. I think the uh Commanders are the only ones and that's just because they don't they can't hang with the 49ers. So. <laughs> but I know the Eagles don't like them, the Giants don't like them and the Cowboys don't like them. Yeah. I I think you're you're not wrong. San Francisco definitely could win but i'm gonna go with dallas on this one just if they play the way they played last week i think they can keep san francisco under control and you know with you know some of those errors moving away then you know i think they stand a really good chance of taking this one it, this one's definitely going to come down to the wire uh i think it's going to be a toss-up regardless so i I think you could be correct. I could be correct. Uh, Wes, what are your thoughts on this? I'm going to go with the Niners. Um, <sighs> just because uh, I'm a Panthers fan, so they took McCaffrey, so I want him to win more. He deserves it. He that... wasted so much time and injury in Carolina. And he just didn't do anything with him. Um, gave him all this money to then go into a complete rebuild. Like That was so stupid. Um, but yeah. Also, I, I like, you know, Kittle, all them, they deserve, they deserve a ball. I, uh, like I said, I think this one's a toss-up, so who knows? This is probably the best game of the week, in my opinion. I think that Bills and, really, the, the two games tomorrow are going to be better games than today, because the games today could either be a shootout or a blowout. There's no in-between. And then the Bills and the Bengals have a chance to be a shootout or a really close game just coming down to the wire. Same thing with the Cowboys and the Niners. Both of them have very explosive offenses, but very stout defenses. So I think tomorrow's games are going to be a little bit more exciting to watch, hopefully. But obviously, being a Mahomes and a Giants fan, I, I don't mind watching football at all. Especially because uh, that's why we have the podcast, so... All right, and this topic is something that I've been seeing all week. It has plagued my Twitter feed, plagued my YouTube video feed. Are the Giants replicating their 07 Super Bowl run? Let me break it down. In 07 and in 2022, they started 6-2, and two, but they did not win their, their uh, division. They became a wild card. In the wild card round, they obviously took care of business. And then we're here, kind of side by side. They're playing a one seed division rival in the divisional round. They played the Cowboys in 07, and they're playing the Eagles this year. And then in both years, it was the fourth year of a new quarterback coming into town that we had a lot of questions about, whether it was Eli Manning at the time, because he turned the ball over pretty prone and he wasn't 
necessarily getting the job done in the big moments. And obviously the same thing with Daniel Jones here. And then all of a sudden they pop once they get to the, the playoffs. What are your guys' thoughts on the yearly similarities between this year and the 07 run that the G-Men had? Hmm. Um, I think the situations are a lot different. Um, Eli had better... I don't know. Eli, just in general... I, I don't, I'm not saying Daniel Jones isn't a good quarterback, but Eli, to my opinion, is obviously better. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's easy to look back on that now after seeing his career and what Eli did. But you got to think, like, in 07, not everyone thought about that with Eli because, like I said, he was turnover-prone. This, yeah, was, this was his first playoff run, if I remember. Or maybe 06 was his first playoff run. But it's his first few moments coming into it, and people had a lot of questions about him and whatnot. So... It's just, it's different to look at, and I, I guess I look at it a lot different because I am a Giants fan. I, in all honesty, I think that the 07 was a complete fluke, and if you do it yeah. 100 times over, say, the Patriots win that game every other time. I was going to say, there was a lot of luck involved in some of those plays. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, they could do it. It's obviously a tough road, but... Oh, I did want to mention the 07 Super Bowl was also in Arizona, which is where it's going to be this year, so... Well, also, if you want to talk about similarities, what about Trevor Lawrence? So, this is his second year. Uh, comparing it to Joe Burrow's second year, both have second years. Both having to go on the road to Arrowhead. Both... Uh, their um, odds of winning the Super Bowl is, was like one, it's like 145 to 1. Yeah. Exact same odds. Both second years, both having to go to Arrowhead um, in the divisional round. And I, there was another stat that I saw, and I can't remember what it was, but they were like, the odds are like insane how how much their, their two second year, like their two second seasons is. Like so similar right now. Yeah, I I agree. I think that uh, odds odds against each other, Giants or Jaguars, more of the better odds to go to the Super Bowl this year. Overall, I would say the Jaguars, but if the Giants can get on the hot streak that they were at within the first eight games of the season, I think that the Giants could. But they have to find that rhythm that they were in the first half of the season. I just hope the Giants didn't burn too bright last week because they looked amazing. They looked yeah. like the best team. They looked like the best team last week, but I hope they didn't burn too bright. And yeah, I agree. Of, you know, it's going to like fizzle out tonight. I hope they don't like getting bearish tonight. This is um, interesting because now that I'm looking at it, the divisional round last year between San Francisco stunning the Packers, the wild game between the Chiefs and the Bills, the. Um, who did the Bengals play in the divisional round last year? Tennessee. Tennessee. And beating the one seed. Yeah. What um 
what do you think it will take this year's divisional round to top that or at least be on the same page? Because, I mean, you got to think those were some crazy endings in every game or two big stunners for the one seeds. And um, I think all of these games have the potential to be fantastic games. Like the game tomorrow, Bills versus Bengals, could be one of the greatest games of all time. Absolutely. If they play up to how those, get, how those teams can play. Uh, shoot the game this afternoon could be amazing because it's not like the Jaguars and the Kansas City Chiefs have all-star defenses. Their defenses are a bit of the pack. Yeah. Their yeah. offenses are pretty good. Um, whereas the whereas like the Bengals and the Bills, they both have really good offenses, but both really good defenses. Yeah. Uh, and same with like Dallas and San Francisco, both top tier defenses, but also pretty good offenses. Um, Eagles and Giants is a bit different. Eagles have both, whereas Giants are like offense has been kind of middle of the pack all year. Defense has been pretty good, but not, I mean, it's not kind like, of flipped in the past few weeks, though, to whereas yeah, like they, the defense has been kind of mid of the pack and then the offense is starting to look like a top 10 defense or top 10 offense. You, you saw it from the Colts game and even in the second string, third string game against the Eagles, how the Giants played pretty soundly with Davis Webb and a bunch of second and third stringers. You know what I mean? They didn't even play Tyrod Taylor. I think that the divisional round this year, it's definitely going to have to have some kind of an overtime shootout like Chiefs-Bills did last year. I think that it's going to have some kind of a shock, whether it be the Eagles or the Chiefs losing one of the one seeds. It's going to have to, someone's going to have to go. And honestly, I, as a Giants fan, I hope, I hope they win. (laughs) But I just, it's going to be hard to top the wild weekend that we saw in the divisional game, divisional round of 2021. That's all. Are there any things that you guys are excited for as far as watching the divisional round or upcoming scenarios that may happen? I mean, just from a personal level, a Chiefs-Cowboys game would uh, be a really interesting Super Bowl. Yeah, you are a Chiefs fan up in the Midwest, and you kind of root for both teams, so that that makes sense for you. Uh, I'm guessing you would want probably a Chiefs-Bengals AFC Championship game, so it will be an Arrowhead again. Yeah, (laughs) always, you know, fun to see them playing at home, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously a Giants-49ers-NFC championship game would be nice, or even Giants-Cowboys, because I'd love to go through the NFC beating two of my division rivals out of the playoffs. That would be huge. Yeah. And then a, a Giants-Chiefs Super Bowl would be nice for me, because, I, I mean, Mahomes is probably my favorite non-Giant NFL player. The issue with the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl is, it's like, I don't want this continuous just like Chiefs every other year, Chiefs almost every year, kind of like the Patriots was. Like, I would like, I, I just want this year to be not the Chiefs. Now, and that's not, not saying I don't like Pat or I don't like Kelsey. Or I don't like the Chiefs themselves. I just I want to say because the Bills have always been like my second favorite team. Um, or seeing the Bengals get to go back and at least just win it this year would be cool. Um, because I know the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes is good enough 
that he could he he can do it again next year easily in my opinion. Um, whereas, because they've built their team up enough to where I don't see any of their pieces like if they lose a piece, Andy Reid can like just put it right back just with maybe a draft pick going out and just paying somebody else. Whereas like the Bills, they've kind of kind of paid for their team and right now the, the payments the payments going to come due soon. Yeah. Um. And like I said, the because it's not like the Chiefs have some all-star receivers. I mean, if I asked somebody to name one of their receivers, they would immediately think that Juju was wide receiver one, which I don't even know if he is. Who even is the wide receiver one with the Chiefs? Kelsey. Like they're all like, like they're <laughs> yeah. all wide, like they're all wide receiver twos, trying to be wide receiver ones. That's kind of how that offense has really always played, though. Yeah. Even when Hill was there, Hill was mostly the deep shot. He was just that big of a threat on the field that you had to have two people covering him or two people covering Kelsey. And at that point, either your third option's open if you do both, or one of the main options is open. So it always, you know, when things are close and time's running down, it's Kelsey pretty much every single game. So Yeah. And obviously he's not listed as a wide receiver, but that's kind of like your main target because he's there's no safety in the league that can tackle him. There's no linebacker in the league that can keep up with him. It's it's very hard. He's insanely athletic, and his style of play is all pro, regardless if it's Patrick Mahomes or Alex Smith, because I think that was the only two quarterbacks he's really had over there at the Chiefs. Yeah, pretty much. There was uh, one or two games with, uh, I can't think of his name at the moment, but when Mahomes had the ankle injury towards the end of the season, they had their backup in for a game or two. But Right, right. I can't think of their name. Uh, Chad Henney? Henney, yes. Henney, that's yeah. who it is. Chad that Hennessy. was two years ago, I think it was. Chad Hennessy. That's <laughs> a good dude. It's a goat. I think him and the Chargers backup, because I remember the Chargers backup has like played like maybe 36 snaps his entire career. Something crazy like that, but he's been in the league like 12 years. No, that was, I thought, I thought that was the Lions backup. I thought that was, um, what's his name? Is it Chase McDaniels? No, 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 no. It's, um, God, I can't think of his name. NFL, po- or not NFL, uh, Bleacher Report posted about it, like, few months ago it's i want to say it's the chargers back up i'm gonna look at it real quick chargers QB. it is chase daniels okay i'm sorry he's there now um he started with washington in 09 but he's been with the chargers for a while and he's, I mean, he's been in the league since 09. He's played like maybe 36 snaps. And he's made a good bit amount of money. Now, granted, he obviously, he's the scout team for um, for practice. He is the, the scout team QB. So he, he has a lot in practice to do. But when it comes to game time, he just, he soups up and he's ready to go whenever it's time. But that's about it. So. Chargers didn't make it, uh, but Chargers are going to charge man. With the way they play, I don't think they could have beat the Chiefs anyway. So, 
the Chargers are just going to charge her. As long as they have Staley at quarterback, or quarterback, at coach, regardless of who their quarterback is, I just don't see it. So. Well, that is all the topics I really have for today. Um, as of last, we're like just like last week, we did have a question to kind of wrap up and be our outro. Um, oh, which speaking of, do you want to get uh, Wes's opinion on where Jimmy G is going to go from last? Oh week? yeah, since you were you were here last week, did you come up with where do you think Jimmy G will be next season? That was last week's question. No, it's, uh, see, because I don't know. Um, honestly, they could end up keeping Jimmy G and trading Trey. See, that's we all have different opinions, actually. Um, uh, Cameron here said that the Saints could pick him up just because of... Okay, Loki, as soon as you said where's Jimmy G going, I was like, Saints could use him. Deadass. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not first all, so, but I would fuck the Saints. Yeah, so, well, I mean, you're, you're going to say that as, as a Carolina fan, of course. But he's he's a good distributor of the ball. He's not very athletic. He's not going to give you, he's not going to run, you know, eight yards for a first down for you unless he just, the coverage is just blown wide open and he has 15 yards worth of space to run. But the idea is he's going to be a distributor. Ideally, he would be QB1 in San Francisco right now and balling out, but I he might be Bur- uh, Purdy's backup. So uh, there's a lot of speculation that New England could go and get him, that Miami might need a quarterback because Miami's really just a distributor offense, especially with Mike McDaniel being the offensive coordinator there. If uh, between two his health situation, because he had like four concussions this year and two of them were within four days of each other. So um, I... I'm hoping that Tua is okay, but from a human being standpoint, I seriously hope he doesn't step on a football field again. Not because I don't like his style of play or anything, but because of the man's health. One more concussion, and that's that's a lot of brain damage happening. So, <laughs> my initial thing here was I thought that he would go to the Jets. Sala is there, and he was there in the 19 Super Bowl run. Um, it's a very similar style of offense that he is running up in San Francisco. Obviously, it's not as complicated as the Shanahan system, but it is a distributor type thing. Get it to Garrett Wilson. Get it to Denzel Mims. Uh, that's, I think that's one of them. Um, get it to Corey Davis, to Elijah Moore. Get it hand it off to um, Brees Hall whenever he comes back from an ACL and James Robinson. It's a very distributor-friendly offense. You don't have to be a playmaker. You just have to be a grown-up. I think they move on from James Robinson. Um, and I, don't, I don't think... Did they, did they take over his contract, or was he signed to like one year? Or? I think they took over his contract. So he should be a free free agent after next year. Well, I'm gonna be honest. I mean, you have Brees Hall, and then you have Carter, who they drafted. Yeah, that is true. For the emergence of Zet, uh, Zana the Knight, the old Bam. Um, they could be looking to trade I, him or cut I, him. I, might just nobody's gonna want a quarterback, a running back that was one already a free agent, or he was an undrafted free agent, and then 
already tore his Achilles, and he's looking kind of he's looking kind of slow. Yeah. I just, I just don't see him being able to get moved anywhere. If anything, they'll just cut him and smile, pick him up for a practice squad. He might get moved up. Yeah, you turn turn into he's literally Mar he's literally Marlon Mack. Yeah, Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack looked good, and then towards Achilles, and it's like shit, slow. It's like can't do anything. That's that's a hard injury to come back from, though. So, and Achilles is literally the running back killer. Uh, the only yeah. running back that I've seen that has done anything through an Achilles is Travis Etienne looks great, and then. On the Panthers, Dante Foreman. But Dante Foreman tore his four years ago. It's taken four years for him to get back, like, looking somewhat confident as a running back. Yeah. ACL, you normally can come back from. I mean, Saquon Barkley did it a couple years ago. Usually your first year back is probably not going to be as explosive, but you can still do it. Um, the only exception to that rule is obviously Adrian Peterson. He tore it, and then the next year he won MVP. So... Um, so with that wrapping up last week's question this week's is kind of a would you rather so it's rather root for a team that's an odds-on favorite that wins most of your big games i'm talking in the championship game every year or a conference championship game every year just about so i mean you kind of know who i'm pointing to here uh cam being a a chiefs fan i don't know what you're (laughs) talking about (laughs) Or would you rather root for an underdog that's going to win it all when they're there, but not there very often, a.k.a. my team? <laughs> so just kind of give that some thoughts, and we'll wait, see. Wait, can you repeat the, repeat the main question? So would you rather root for a team that's an odds-on favorite that wins most of the big games, that's there often, or an underdog that's rarely there, but when they're there, they win it all? I'm already like over here talking about how I don't want the Chiefs to go back just because of the continuity of seeing the Chiefs for the past like I was twice twice in the past five years. I mean, they've I mean they've definitely found their quarterback and his favorite target. That's all I'm gonna say. One thing about Kelsey is he's a little old, thirty-two. But I just don't. I don't. I mean, he's he's definitely climbing the mountain. I just don't win. I don't know when the peak is. I don't know when it's gonna. It's just going to fall off the... Yeah, I mean, he's still playing at the top of his game. He's still all pro, so I don't... Yeah, I mean, got to give it to him. He's definitely done the work to keep his body in that shape to be able to go out there and play the game for as long as he has. Yeah, absolutely. Well, with that being said, we hope you guys enjoy the divisional round weekend. Um, Here in a couple hours is when the games are going to start. So we will be at least watching the games. I know me and Cam will be watching the Chiefs game together, and I'll be live as one of my other jobs around here. And we will see you back next week to cover our question, um, divisional round reactions, and the four teams making it or competing for a Super Bowl. We'll see you guys then. What was the question? (laughs) Question.